If I profess with the loudest voice and clearest exposition every portion of the truth of God, except precisely that little point which the world and the devil are at that moment attacking, I am not confessing Christ, however boldly I may be actually professing Christ. Where the battle rages, there the loyalty of the soldier is proved, and to be steady on all the battlefield besides is mere flight and disgrace if he flinches at that point. Martin Luther. Courage in this day and age is the willingness to do and say the right thing regardless of the cost, and there will be a cost, sometimes personally, sometimes corporately, sometimes academically, if you say the right thing, if you do the right thing, if you say the right thing, you may get kicked off of social media. If you say the right thing, you may lose your job. If you say the right thing, you may get kicked out of school. If you do the right thing, the consequences may be even more severe, as we'll see in some of the stories today. Jesus promised us the world would rise up against his followers. Then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Matthew 24.9 Paul warned that even pastors would lie about God lie about theology, lie about truth, and any number of other false teachings. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves, men will arise, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Acts 20, 29-30, also 2 Timothy 4. Jesus also reminded us that we don't have to fear. We don't live in a spirit of fear, as Paul said as well. Jesus said, you will have troubles, but take heart, have courage, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. So today, we look at several stories, some exemplary of courage that we can draw from, others that we need to learn what not to do. All in all, we know that times are hard and they will require strong, moral, courageous men to counter the weak, aggressive, immoral cowards that seek to destroy with violence that which they hate. Courage is not simply one of the virtues. It is the form of every virtue at its testing point. C.S. Lewis, Screwtape Letters. I'm Ed Odegaard, and this is Church Public. Thanks for joining Church Public today. I really appreciate you coming by. If you are just listening on audio, I really appreciate you. If you want to see the video, you can go to YouTube, churchpublic.com. We'll have the video up there, and I really appreciate that. If you haven't already, and this is helpful to you, you can like it. You can subscribe to it. You can give a five-star review on Apple and Spotify and all the other places, and I really appreciate that. And if this is helpful, I would love if you shared it. Share it with one person. Text it to them with a the little texty button that's on there, or email it to them so that they know how to live in this crazy and broken world. Today we're talking about courage and I think it's an appropriate topic to talk about because we're really seeing a lack of that. And we need more courage. We don't need less. We don't need to succumb to fear. We need to lean into the courage that we get through Jesus Christ. So thanks for being with us and let's get to the news of the day. All right, so we got a lot of news today, and we're talking about courage. And we're talking about having courage. We're also talking about failures of courage. Day by day, we're learning more about Uvalde. And uh, Uvalde is just a tragedy, and we know that. We know it's a tragedy. It was a massacre at the school. And the, perpetra the perpetrator of this was clearly a coward that hid behind a gun and sought to destroy the lives of children. It was a terrible act of pure evil and detestable in every single way. 
that much is clear. I think we all agree on that. It, it is just a terrible, terrible thing. This event is and was tragic and brutal. And we, I, hopefully you, continue to pray for the families and friends that were affected. And yet, we keep hearing more and more about the authorities involved. And it just seems to get weirder and weirder and worse and worse, especially in terms of courage or, unfortunately, in this case, lack of it. I want to first say that I am a believer in law enforcement. We need law enforcement. We need more law enforcement. I have several friends who are in law enforcement, and I respect them, and I appreciate the service that they give to the community, often self-sacrificing their own safety, their own health, their own welfare to take care of others, many people they don't even know. And that's really important. But it's also important to understand that, unfortunately, in this particular situation in Uvalde, it doesn't seem like people acted in that way. It doesn't seem like people acted courageously. And I don't have all of the details. You don't have all the details. We may never have all of the details, but we know some of what is going on. And we know that many people stayed behind while children were being killed for excruciating minutes. The report that I just saw today shows almost 400 officers on scene from various agencies who waited around for around 73 minutes while children were being killed. And whatever the cause of this backup, of this staying behind, it is just cowardice at the highest level. And then, of course, there is this infamous picture of an agent getting hand sanitizer while children are in the other room being murdered. So if you were not watching, that's the picture. It's a picture of an agent reaching over and getting hand sanitizer while children are down the hall getting murdered. This is everything that's wrong with the situation. And I would say much that's wrong with our current crisis of men in this country. We have lost our courage and instead we want this false security of hand sanitizer to keep us safe. I just want to say to men, do better. You can be better. Again, I'm not going to get into all of the details of that situation. I don't need to. I just want to encourage you, whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever line you are in, have courage. Be courageous. It'll be in little things. It'll be in big things. It may be in little things that you say when you see something that is wrong and you say the right thing. That will have cost. We'll talk about that in a moment. You may need to do the right thing, which may cost you. And that requires courage. This is what we need, men. It's time to step up. I'm not talking about being violent. I'm not talking about taking things into your own hands. I'm just saying, have courage. You will know when that situation arises what the situation requires of you. If you are moral, if you are grounded in faith and family, and if you have God, if you have a good indication of who your authority really comes from, you will know what to do. It will be difficult, but you will know what to do. So men, do better. In the interest of doing better, this is another great story. I don't like that first story for so many reasons. But the second story I actually really like. And it's, on the one hand, it sounds kind of ridiculous. And on the other hand, it is a true story of courage. And this story is about a pizza guy who saved around five children from a burning house. So the other day, this video went viral of a pizza guy who ran into a burning building and saved a bunch of children, like five children from this house. Now, you don't generally think of your pizza guy being the guy who rushes into a four-alarm fire. 
That's not, that's why we have the fire department, right? And I'm not knocking the fire department. Don't hear that. What I want to say is, this is an amazing act of courage because the guy was just delivering a pizza and didn't know he was going to have to run into a burning building and literally risk his life to save these kids. Just look at this for a moment. This is a really quick clip. If you can't see, I'll go ahead and narrate. There's just a guy coming up, like, literally out of the bushes, houses on fire in the background, and he is carrying a child. And then he, I, I believe that was the last child that he grabbed of the five. Come with me, the house. Hey, we got to get away from the house, okay? He's badly burned, at least on one arm. Had some smoke inhalation, according to the reports. But... Uh, as far as I know at this point, is okay. This incident happened in Lafayette City, also in Indiana, and we'll look at another story in Indiana in a moment. But this inspirational viral video shared by the Lafayette Police Department got filmed through that body cam, and this 25-year-old guy rescued an 18-year-old, two 13-year-olds, uh, and two other children ages six and one. Um, and I think it was, I don't know which one was in the picture. It, it doesn't matter. Anyway, he's hes carrying a child out and that's the last uh, child that he was carrying. And he was badly burned in this process. The police stated uh, Nicholas Bostick's heroic actions saved lives. His selflessness during this incident is inspiring and he has impressed many with his courage, tenacity, and steadfast calmness in the face of such perilous Danger. The Lafayette Police Department and the Honorable Mayor Tony Roswarski, I apologize for that pronunciation, are eternally grateful for Nicholas's intervention and would like to publicly recognize him for his actions. I do too. That's an incredible act of courage. The pizza guy who rolled up just to give a guy a pizza did not expect to run into a burning building and save children. But this is that moment. You need to practice small moments of courage. So when that big moment of courage comes, and what do you have to do? Run into a burning building? I don't know. But if you're ready for this, you can take action when it's time. If you are not, and if you practice cowardice, and if you run away from everything scared, then you will never be ready for this. We have a epidemic, an epidemic of men who are acting without any courage. Uh, C.S. Lewis would say men without chests. That means they've been in, hollowed out inside and, and society has done this to men by saying masculinity is toxic. Men are toxic. Men are evil. Everything is wrong with men, especially those evil white men. Anyway, uh, it's it's... It's a really hard situation to live in, and I get that, but we have to be grounded in something outside ourselves, and grounded in God is really the only way that I can put that from our perspective here that we're talking about today. So staying in Indiana, I have one more story that I'd like to share with us today, and that is this Good Samaritan at an Indiana mall. So Greenwood, Indiana, I happen to live in Indiana for several years, so I'm familiar with this area, and in fact, I've even been to this mall, but... Uh, over the weekend, a mass shooter at a mall in Greenwood, Indiana, was shot dead on Sunday by an armed civilian after firing, that's the shooter, was firing into a crowded food court, killing three and wounding two. So, on the one hand, this is a tragedy. It's another mass shooting. It's terrible that this person, and I'm not going to name names because I don't name names of shooters because I don't believe we should honor them by giving them any fame at all for this evil action that they have done. So, this shooter unfortunately and tragically killed three people and wounded two. That is terrible. But heroically, this random guy, 22-year-old, was sitting at the food court and then saw this happening and intervened. According to Greenwood Police Chief Jim Ison, the man entered the mall, this was the shooter, 
with a rifle and several magazines began firing into the crowd at the mall's food court. Police then responded to the shooting around 6 p.m., but before the police could get there, the shooter was killed by a civilian who just happened to be carrying a legal weapon. This legally armed man from Indiana showed courage, literally risking his own life. He stepped in front of the man with the gun. He stepped in front of the potential bullets, risking his own life safe and his own safety to deal with a bad guy who intended to kill innocent people. Unfortunately, you cannot say the same for the Uvalde police and other agencies. And they did training and drills literally for school shooters like this and still, for some reason, could not bring themselves to stand in front of the bullets for innocent lives. Again, I don't know all the details, but this is the story that we have so far. Yet, this man, who was just a random 22-year-old, stood up to this shooter and did what had to be done to protect countless lives at risk of his very own. It is an ultimate tragedy that three lives were lost before the assailant was incapacitated, yet imagine how many more lives could be lost or could have been lost if this courageous man did not stand up to stop the shooter. Of course, you've probably not heard anything at all about this story because it's the opposite of what you want to hear. It was a regular citizen carrying a firearm and stopping a mass shooter, which we're told never ever happens by the mainstream media. Or if you've heard anything about this, it's that this regular citizen actually broke the mall code of conduct. Yes, that's a real thing that he broke the mall code of conduct, though, uh, according to the police chief, he was within his rights to carry the firearm legally because of Indiana's uh, new constitutional carry law. But according to the mall, because he had it in the food court, he broke the rules. So according to the media, what you're going to hear, if you hear this at all, is that this man who saved countless lives by stopping the actual bad guy with the actual big gun broke them all rules and was also a bad guy that's what you're going to hear because guns are bad i it's just so hard and it's so tiresome to to fight against this like one person is acting with evil intent to kill innocent people the other person is acting with courage to stop the person who is evil and trying to kill innocent people how that is not clear to everyone just drives me crazy. But according to the Washington Times, Greenwood Police Chief James Eisen said, Mr. Dickin, that is the person uh, who was legally carrying, it said Mr. Dickin did not appear to have a permit that would be concealed carry permit, but was carrying legally under the constitutional carry law, which was passed in March and went into effect July 1, just a couple of weeks ago. The law eliminated the permit requirement for legal owners to bring their handguns in public. He went on to say, quote, Many more people would have died last night if not for the responsible armed citizen who took action very quickly within the first two minutes of the shooting. Two minutes. You see someone start shooting, what are you going to do? He would be well within his rights, well within everything, to just dive under the counter and not be harmed. And yet he said, I'm not going to let innocent people get hurt and I will stand up, like literally stand up into the fire and do what needs to be done. After the shooting, Greenwood Police Chief also called uh, Dickin, this is the, the man who stood up to the shooter, the real hero. He said, quote, Investigators are still questioning the individual involved, but appears a good Samaritan that was armed observed the shooting in progress and shot the shooter, said uh, Police Chief Eisen. I'm going to tell you the real hero of the day was a citizen that was lolly, lawfully carrying a firearm in the food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as he began. This is a great story of courage. 
I'm not condoning violence. I'm not saying violence is necessary in all situations, but I'm saying you have to be ready to exercise courage. That's what we need to get more of. We need to understand that our responsibility is to our family, to our friends, sometimes even to random people, like this Good Samaritan story would illustrate. If you're not familiar with the Good Samaritan story, it's about a man who was beaten senseless by a pack of bad guys left on the side of the road to die, and the Samaritan came along and helped him. Now, there's more to the story. I'm not going to spend time getting into it right now. You can go and read it for yourself. Just Google Good Samaritan Bible Story, uh, and you can find it and read through it in Jesus' words. And it's a great story. But the point here is, this citizen, who did not have to intervene, chose to intervene and stand up to a bad guy who was intending to do harm. That does sound like it's in line with a Good Samaritan. It does sound like it's saying, hey, you can like hurt me, but I'm going to try to stop you from doing more harm. That seems like a good thing to do. So random Twitter and other users piled on this, this, this citizen hero complaining about the good guy with the gun being labeled as a good Samaritan. So I'm not even going to name this random Twitter's name because it doesn't matter and I don't really care. But they tweeted, quote, the term Good Samaritan came from a Bible passage of a man from Samaria, to, from Samaria who stopped on the side of the road to help a man who is injured and ignored. I cannot believe we live in a world where the term can equally apply to someone killing someone, my God, end quote. It's so, it's so tiresome. So, so the comparison being drawn here is that being a good Samaritan is loving your neighbor, but it's loving your neighbor in a way that gives you no chance of being harmed. The statement I just read to me sounds more like reaching your hand under the hand sanitizer while you're waiting to maybe intervene while someone is, is in this school doing a shooting. Like, that's not it. If you don't see it, that's not it. Being a good Samaritan, being courageous, Stepping up into the line of fire is what people do who care about other people so much that they're willing to lay down their own life for the sake of someone else, which sounds an awful like something somebody might have said, spoiler, that was Jesus. Is loving your neighbor, letting them be killed because that's the nice thing to do for your own safety? Would you have been... Like, is the Good Samaritan story about cowering in the corner while the bad guys beat up the good guy, and then you go and check on the good guy after the good guy's almost dead? Is that a good story? That's a terrible story. That's a terrible moral. Or perhaps, have we become so nice that we no longer, what, we no longer know what to do when evil rears up its ugly head? And evil will continue to rise up more and more unless there are strong moral, courageous men who are willing to make the ultimate sacrifice and lay down their lives for their friends. And that is our verse of the day. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. We are not all called to do that, but some of us might be. And are you ready to give up yourself, give up your life, give up your health, give up your welfare, give up your school, give up your job? What are you willing to give up for courage to do the right thing? It may not come down to your life. I hope it doesn't. But what are you willing to give up? Anything? Or are you willing to give up nothing? Are you willing to only live in your secure place for as long as you can and hide out in your house and hide out in your safe place? Or are you willing to step out into the fray and say, well, I'm going to do the right thing 
regardless of what happens to me, because doing the right thing is the right thing, regardless of what happens. I hope that you do. And for Church Public, I'm Matt Odegaard. And as always, keep the faith.